On today's show, we will go down registrations, upcoming sports. The Blind Draw Tournament is coming up this Saturday. The Golf Championships just ended. We're going to break down Tim's free fall, Josh Allen, the Buffalo Bills, EPL. We're going to have some fun with a survivor pool this year, and we're going to go a little bit into the helmet rule, and we have a couple of our wives are here. So uh, here we go. Welcome to the Amateur Hour with Tim Shagru, Brandon Sicleri, and Marty Finucane. God, Tim, we can't take you anywhere. And just stop playing. What am I supposed to do? And now the amateur hour. <laughs> presented do you want to hear the sports? Do you want to hear the end of no, that? No, it's, good. no, it's fine, this. Tim. Way to go. <laughs> Tim, that's why you need an iPhone. What? It, no, it's that's not why, the That's exactly not, it's why you need an iPhone. Definitely not because it's uh, not an iPhone. <sighs> we're totally not getting sponsored now. No. God. No, we're not. Well, uh, Marty, you want to you start with our tagline that we were going to use? <laughs> Welcome to the jungle. <laughs> I was thinking it would be more of a deep voice, more of like a welcome to the jungle. Welcome to the jungle. Joe's name doesn't really uh, bode well with a high-pitched voice. It's no. more of a very deep, uh, yeah. silky smooth. Well, I, was, I was just playing off the song lyrics. That's all. So, so you guys, you're positive you don't want to hear the end of it? No, 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 no we're good. Well, this we is could, we this could do the the end of it like ourselves, like air guitar. Okay. I, <laughs> and this is the amateur uh, hour. <laughs> We've been sitting here way too long waiting for Tim to set up the computer and making sure the Wi-Fi is correct. Uh, His keys are all dusted off. The the doors of the bar are locked and everything. So Everything's all perfect. And then we were ready to start, and then Brandon deleted everything we were going to talk about. We had it all written down. And then Brandon and Tim's wives walked in, and they're sitting at the table with us and laughing at Laughing right at now, everything so we say. We're feeling really self-conscious about everything right now. Yeah, we, Brandon, Brandon had to delete half the list now that they're here, so... <laughs> Well, welcome, oh everyone. God. Yeah, uh, first thing, uh, you know, follow us on social media. Uh, big thing. Like and share this post when we post it on Facebook, if you would. You know, we're trying to, to grow this podcast a little bit, gather some listeners. And uh, the big way to do that is to have you guys share it for us. So follow us on uh, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, and Twitter. Uh, you can follow myself, Tim Shagru, on Twitter, at Tim Shagru. Uh, I, Marty, what is yours? Yours is... <laughs> Mine is uh, at... The Wiley Veteran, that's at T-H-E-W-I-L-Y-V-E-T-E-R-A-N. What? The Wiley Veteran. The wi okay. Um, mine is at Brandon Sicleri. <laughs> How original. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, Brandon and I are so original. We need, uh, we need uh, some new handles uh, for our Twitter accounts. B-R-A-N-D-O-N-S-I-C-L-A-R-I, -S -S <laughs> at Brandon Sicleri. So, yeah, definitely, uh, definitely follow us. Follow Game On on all the social media. As Tim just ran down, uh, definitely want to get this out there. Uh, and yeah, at Game on Buffalo across all yes. platforms. So, and then uh, you know, check the website. Uh, anything across the board for events, tournaments, and upcoming leagues. That's where we post everything. That's where you'll find all the information for all of the leagues and uh, prices, breakdown rules, locations for fields. Uh, we have some upcoming events uh, this coming Sunday, and registration for this ends tomorrow. So hopefully we'll have this posted sometime tonight for everyone to listen to tomorrow. But we have the Blind Draw Tournament coming up. 
Uh, there's about we needed probably about 32 people total to do, to make this happen. So. 30. And what do we have? 14. 14 is what I looked at it the last time. Well, you and I were talking about this on the way in. Um, what that? 15 people signed up. The day before, or day we, had a, we of? had a lot of people sign up last minute. A lot of people like to look and make sure the weather is going to be good, uh, make sure it's going to be nice out, and before they sign up. So some people just wait until the last minute to to throw their names in the hat. But I encourage people. I, I already checked the weather. It's supposed to be very nice on Sunday. Limited chance of rain. I'm I'm looking forward to it. I think it's going to be fun. Marty, did you sign up yet? I did sign up. I was one of the first people to sign up. Brandon's knees hurt, so he can't sign no, up. I'm not. Yes, I will not. Uh, I will not be at the blind draw. Um, I but think I am. Um, shame. Yeah, shame. I think I'm venturing down to uh, New Era Field on Sunday. On Sunday Let's to watch Josh Allen start. Oh, that's right. It is a home game. game. It is a so home game. So. That is where I will be on Sunday. And also, I want to give my knees as much rest as possible until I play again, if yeah. I play. So, again, and so. if anyone is wondering, we should be done by the time the the game comes on. So the plan is to afterwards uh, to head over and watch the game. All you know, anyone who's looking to do something well, I didn't know on that. Sunday afterwards, yeah. I hope so because I have a fantasy draft that day. <sighs> so I've also heard that that's a big day for fantasy draft. Me and when Brandon and I said, "Yeah, we'll do it Sunday, the 26th." Yeah. There's nothing important going on. We heard like five or six people tell us how. What are you kidding me? That's like the biggest fantasy draft day. Oh, Hogan specifically said that. I'm like, <laughs> I had no idea, no idea that that's a huge fantasy draft day. Wow. Yes, I don't do fantasy, as I mentioned multiple times. Tim doesn't do fantasy either. I'm assuming we are in the what, five percent? So I will say this. So <laughs> I, I did do fantasy when I was in high school, but the group of friends that I had in high school were so much better at it than I was that it took the fun out of it. Like they were just better at finding or reading the statistics and understanding. Uh, who was going to be scoring points. Like I would be in like a fantasy basketball league and I just didn't have the time to go through and research uh, what uh, Chauncey Billups was doing <laughs> for the Detroit. Like I just didn't. Okay. This guy seems good. I didn't change my roster every day. So it just fantasy sports I just mean, doesn't interest foot, me. Football is a lot easier than fantasy, you know, basketball uh, they, they or kick, hockey. They or kicked baseball. my butt in that too. So Did it's they? not baseball or I mean, basketball. At least, at least football is just a one lineup a week where you got, baseball hockey basketball you're setting multiple lineups multiple weeks i i'm talking into the mic i can hear myself fine you can't hear like me. like usual we can hardly i can hardly hear marty but oh i can hear marty just fine to kind of piggyback off of what you were saying the your headphones are on backwards that's why the main reason why I, I i you know what yes it is the main reason why i do not care for and can't stand fantasy football is this time of year you're sitting at work. You're sitting in a bar, <laughs> just enjoying yeah. watching a football game. Are you gonna, are just you not even Bills, Monday Night Football, you're any go day. There. You're you know, go I'm there. going there. You're going there. And you know, it's 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 the first pass of the game, and it's a ten yard out, and this guy starts clapping in the background. That a boy. That's my receiver. Yep. And he starts clapping. Oh, there go there goes five points. There goes five <laughs> points. God, I hope what they a, score here, but I really hope they throw the ball to Welker what, here. What about yeah. the guy on Monday morning that comes oh. into work and complains about it's how he how he benched the wrong guy that weekend, or oh. somebody got injured on the second play from scrimmage? You know, if you if you actually um, if you actually listen to people at work and at bars that talk about their fantasy sports you'd think every single person wins fantasy because no one ever th no, i never hear anyone say how they're bad at fantasy yeah. everyone is the best everybody at fantasy sports. lost on the last but, play of the game by but on top point. of all that the number one reason i hate fantasy is if you're sitting at a bills game 
and the opposing team runs the ball or passes it and someone's cheering behind me because they have them on fantasy, I want to punch them. Yeah, the, so we had, uh, me and my buddy Sam in college had a rule of during actual gameplay, whether, because he was a Jets fan, he was from Queens, during gameplay, not allowed to talk about fantasy sports. You can talk about it before or after, but during a game, you're not allowed to talk about it. I, we don't care about it. We don't want to hear about it. Afterwards, if you want to be like, hey, this guy did well, but cheering some specific player because he caught a pass or ran for seven yards just seems... Yeah. I, the other reason why I stopped doing it is because I stopped watching a lot of the rest of the league. I've had season tickets for the Bills for a while. I just didn't watch the rest of the league enough to really you know, put in the time to actually put in a good, decent team for it right. or manage a roster. Liz, is a, Liz actually did. She was actually pretty good at fantasy football. She was actually did fantasy football a couple of years ago before I did. I mean, I have. I don't. I think I maybe in high in college, two thousand five or so. I did fantasy football, and a funny story about how much Liz knows about sports. Um, so she's as trying she, to. As she leans in. To so listen. she is walking in. Apparently, she's walking in to the room to try to fit, and she asked who's playing, and it was the Tennessee Titans and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And she asked what team that was, and the team she came up with that she thought was playing was the Tennessee Buckaroos, <laughs> was the team she thought was playing. So yes. she joined fantasy football either that year, or obviously it'd have to be the next year, and her team, fantasy football team name was the Tennessee Buckaroos. That's fantastic. She was doing really good until all of her players got injured, and wow. yeah. Isn't isn't that what always happens? So every good fantasy player. But I um yeah I don't like fantasy. I will never be in fantasy. The most I'll the most I'll do is survivor pool or um every now and then if I think there's a good spread or something I'll bet on it. But that is most I'll do. I don't want it. I don't. Old, you're old do, school. Yes. You're old school. Yeah. So yes, that I, is uh that is my fantasy wanna, football rant. Do you want to let Liz elaborate I, on her knowledge of fantasy football at all? Yeah, I she's got the mic. Liz, you're going to have to put those headphones on and yeah, talk into that so microphone. She needs, she needs her husband's permission, right? Oh, God. What, where, where are we in 2018? <laughs> Liz, I can turn his microphone down and yours up if yeah, you'd like. Half volume. <laughs> you got you to talk right into, like, right into the top it, of like, that sucker. Oh, go. is this the magic of podcasting? Yes, yes it is. Hey, what's going on? This Bur is so awkward. I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> so... So Brandon, Brandon, Brandon said, uh, what he says the, today. The, the, the Tennessee Buckaroos. Does that even sound like a real team name? Yes. What is a buckaroo? I don't know, a pirate? I guess I, that's pretty accurate, yeah. So buckaroo. how did you do with that buck, fantasy? Buck, or what, what did, uh, do you remember anything about it, who you picked? Do you remember anyone on your team? Nope. <laughs> I no. do remember that I was actually at hot yoga, and I was coming home, so the computer actually picked it for me. <laughs> Oh, auto, auto draft. draft. <laughs> all right, auto but draft. Hold up, hold up. I was number one for about four weeks, and then all my players got hurt, and then I came in last. But oh. did you not check those? Did you find out at the end of the season that they were all injured, or did you follow no, week by week? No, it kind of happened during the week, yeah. Oh, I was. I checked. You didn't it. help her find replacement players. I don't like fantasy football. So you didn't, my still, job you you didn't still trade her be your bench players. How What's wrong with you? You how still know what who who's good. You could. But how about this though? What? Liz, what was it? Two years ago, you won. I ran a survivor pool and she won it. Oh yeah, I did. She won. She ran. She won the survivor pool two years ago. Yeah, I think I won. A couple so you ran. Bucks. You ran it and won it. No, no, no. She won it. Oh, but who ran it? You ran. I ran. It. Oh, okay, okay. He, he, uh, nothing fishy about he that was, at all. No, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> 
I won fair and square. Prove it. It actually came. It came down to my so best Li- friend's wife and Liz, and we they watched the game together at Garrett's place. So Liz made all our submissions on Tuesday, right? <laughs> <laughs> no leeway here. I don't. I don't. I don't change the rules for her. Oh, she man. has to win it fair Actually, and square. I, I 100% believe that, that you wouldn't give her any uh, her any leeway on this. That's very accurate. He does not. He's oh, pretty mean. Loving, supporting husband. All right, she's done. Okay. <laughs> All right. So uh, it, order some food and uh, enjoy. Thank you for jumping on. I appreciate it. Okay, Le- bye. Clary. <laughs> you, you should see the, the death stare <laughs> coming from that side of the table right now. But yes, that is that is actually a, a long rant of my hatred towards fantasy football and how Liz is better at it than I am and how she won the survivor pool. So, so do you hate fantasy football because Liz is better at it than you or just because you don't like it? It's it's not even I it's not even fantasy football. It is the people I just it is the people I just mentioned. Yeah. It's those pe- it's those people. It's the Martys of the world. Wow. He, say, he screams like that guy at the bar. No, I don't. That, all right. <laughs> I don't. Like the field goal kicker. I'm, I mean, just no. I mean, if 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 a game is coming down to a decisive play, like yeah. you know what I mean, like, that that's makes sense. Different. I'm that's not, fine. I'm not the guy that's sitting there on play one, week saying, one, yes, we- point two points, woo. No, week one, play one, and you no. think you're winning your league already? No, 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 no. I've actually like downsized. I used to be in like seven or eight fantasy leagues, and it's just it got to be too much. Yeah, you're, that sounds like two is too much. That, well, I'm in two, no, three now. So I've downsized quite a bit just to make it more manageable because it's really tough when you've got seven or eight teams and you know you've got. So do you players. draft them all the same, or are you just no, like just uh, you end up to the point players. where you have all combinations? Yeah, of possible that's and that's winning. why it's that's why it's different. I mean, it, it it you get to the point where you're rooting against yourself to, sometimes, and you're like, okay, well if this guy does good on this team, I'm going against him in another league. What do I want to happen here? So it's it, it it gets to be a pain because you're rooting against yourself. So I downsize the three. I think that's manageable. That way I don't have too many repeats. Yeah. All right. Uh, we're gonna jump into some golf. Uh, game on's golf league. Boring. So boring. <laughs> boring. Uh, so Marty, you've jumped into the EPL. I can't imagine why you wouldn't want to get on board with golf as well. Well, I I'm just not any good at it. I don't know. I know I said the same thing, but there's always room for improvement when it comes to these things. Yeah, All right, yeah. so, in, uh, and I'm only going to be able to update as much as I have scores recorded for this. So, in the, the white division for City for golf, we have uh, Shane Costa ended up beating Valerie uh, Buchowski. Bu- I have no Bukowski? idea. Yeah. Uh, eight to nothing. Bukaki? Bu- no, that oh. Brandon, come on. Wow. <laughs> Brian Just Macy, that one from yeah, <laughs> what? Bar- ten push-ups. Brian Macy uh, would win one nothing over Rebecca. Wow, I am terrible at pronouncing last names. S C H N I R E L. How do you pronounce that? You I'm not saying anything How do you anymore. Spell it again. S C H N I R E L. Schnurl. 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 Uh, so Shane Costa versus Brian Macy will be playing. Uh, the 21st, which is tomorrow, right? Tomorrow's the 21st. At 6 today, p.m., they'll be... Today is the 21st. Oh, so they played today. So uh, hopefully we'll have an update on the next podcast for the two of them. For the blue playoffs, uh, today we had... Uh, so Brian Murphy would be the one seed, uh, would take over Jeremy M. Jeremy doesn't have a last name. Uh, or one nothing. Uh, f- the four seed and the five seed, Mike Otto over Jared Prince. 4 nothing. 
Uh, Steve McGold. McGold, and I can't read the rest of the end of his name. 2 nothing over Fred Lapple. Dominic Wick, 1 nothing over Thomas Wojcik to move on to the semifinals, and then they would play the semifinals today. The championship is next week at Delaware Park. Uh, they're playing the front nine against one another. For our South Towns League, we have in the one seed uh, Guardians of the Galaxy over Clap for the Wolfman. Oh, no, sorry. Uh, Clap for the Wolfman is the eight seed, 2 nothing over Guardians of the Galaxy. Nunbags versus Tea Off Breakfast Sandwiches. Uh, <laughs> oh, what did, I, I assuming that someone didn't know what something was, so you had to look it up on Urban Dictionary. Yes, I wanted to... And now, now the wives are studying the... I wanted to know why I got scolded from Tim, <laughs> and then, then Marty showed me. Oh, yeah. you didn't know? No. Oh, God. Oh, wow. I'm. You know what? I'm a better person for not knowing. No, you're not. No. You're All right. Not. Where was I? Uh, so <laughs> Labat. Oh, sorry. Tea off breakfast sandwiches over none bags one nothing. Uh, Labat blue lights over Lakeshore gun. Brun. I can't see the end of the name, so I apologize. Uh, one nothing for Labat blue lights over them. Team diabetes over or would lose to Shankopotamus eighteen to nothing to move on to the semifinals. In the semifinals, we had Clap for the Wolfman would fall to tea off breakfast sandwiches uh, four to nothing, and Shank Apotamus would fall or would win over Labat Blue Lights. And in the playoffs, in the championship, we have tea off breakfast sandwiches against Shank Apotamus. They will play on Thursday. Is this sorry, is this uh, pairs? Is this singles or what is so this? pairs? So the, because of the team names, these are pairs yes, playing so. against one another. Uh, and that is for the blue division. Sorry I butchered a lot of team names. They get cut off after a certain length, so I can only see so much of the team names. They had a decent um, turnout for that yeah. division. Yeah, that, for the South Towns? Yeah. yeah, there's quite a bit of teams for that. And nice, that's just one the division. Nice course. Uh, it's one of my, that's one of the courses I played a lot. Hamburg? Oh nice. Yeah. I've 18 mile? I think I've played it uh, once or twice. Yeah. I think I hit six shots before I made it past the ladies' tees the last time I played uh, there. You should change goal. that before Friday, please. Yeah, hopefully. Uh, so for the white division for golf in the South Towns, uh, the four and five seed, uh, the long balls would take over Matt and Fuzz, two to zero. Larry's pals as the two seed, 18 to nothing over Team Frazier. Uh, balls deep would fall to Delato slash Mez, 18 to nothing to make it to the semifinals. In the semifinals, we would have Larry's Pals over Delato and Mez, 6-1, to one, and Fitz and Joe would fall to the Long Balls, 6-2. to two. The Long Balls and Larry's Pals will face off with the 23rd is Thursday or Friday? Thursday. Today's Tuesday? Thursday. Thursday. So they will face off uh, this Thursday for the championship, Larry's Pals versus the Long Balls. Not as uh, many offensive names in golf as there have been for some of the other no, leagues that we've read it's off. It's a game of etiquette. A lot of classy play people in golf. I mean, Balls Deep is one of the team names, but I, I'm curious well. if we know anyone who plays on that team that plays on any of the other various Balls Deep uh, franchises Lenny? that we have in the game on sports. <laughs> is that Lenny? Can Len swing a club? I don't uh, know. I don't think so. I've don't seen him swing a know. hockey stick. It's not pretty, so I don't know. So, so those are our golf scores for the summer session. We only run one session for golf. Correct. Uh, it takes long enough uh, throughout the summer that, you know, there's not two sessions. Just daylight doesn't allow it in the evenings. If that is that is one of the leagues that if I could somehow fit another league into my schedule, I would definitely like to do. 
Yeah, I, I I mean I would love to do it as well, even though I'm not that great at golf. I'd I'd love to be competitive about anything. Yeah, so. I would not. I would not fit that in. But I definitely want to dive into this to kind of switch gears a little bit. Is uh, so Tim had a fantastic vacation apparently with his wife. They went to Harry Potter's Wizardly World of Fun. Yes, we did actually. <laughs> so we went to uh, Universal Studios. Uh, we were there for four days. Uh, we both had. Huge fans of Harry Potter, so that is where we spent this past weekend. Um, and I had a, a blast, honestly. It's If anyone who is a fan and hasn't been, I mean, it's been open for eight years. So anyone who, you know, has been, it was my first time going, my wife's first time she going. She just rolled her eyes at you, by the way. She, he, you were just talking about how you enjoyed your time with her, and she rolled her eyes at you. That's not a very nice thing to do. Do you want do you want to throw those headphones on and the microphone so you can chime in on this then? That's a hard no. We're so we very much enjoyed our vacation. Christine, we're going to dive into your uh, your trip to the airport soon. I know how much you would love to talk about that. I don't know, but a hard no. We had plenty of time. When we got there, they said the plane's leaving in 5 minutes. So we had 5 minutes to spare when we got there in You the still morning. have our your shoes though, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, you didn't forget them anywhere? Uh no, I, my wife uh brought them for me. Yeah. How are I had a backup you know, in my bag. The best, the best thing about Florida is like the weather and how warm it is. And what I love to do when I get to Florida is wear sandals. How were your sandals when you were there? So I didn't bring sandals with me. Uh, I didn't think I'd need them. I no? even know there was a water park uh, attached to this, which is the main thing that we wanted to talk about for this. Yes, yeah, so you had so a free fall, I heard. Yeah, so uh, actually it is the tallest free fall uh, water slide in the world, from what I found out after the fact. So... Uh, Basically, how this works is that you go into, like, it's 280 steps up to get to the top of this thing. It's a Volcano Bay at Universal Studios. And um, you get all the way up to the top, and then you go into, like, this chamber. And it you know how, like, uh, in Austin Powers, when he seals himself yeah. and he freezes? So yep. it basically looks like that. And the door closes around you, and then on uh, both the sides of your head... You hear like this, because uh, it's a Hawaiian theme, like drums beating and stuff, then everything goes silent. Then you hear a buzzer, and then you know how like a hydraulic like yep. latch just letting go, and the floor falls out completely from underneath you. And you kind of hang there for about two seconds, and then free fall. It takes about ten seconds to do the whole run. What do you mean free fall? I guess that's where I'm, you're losing me on. So I think of free fall, there's nothing attached to you, but you, I mean you're, you're sliding down. So you're a slide, right? So you get into this contraption, and you're leaning back about 70 degrees is the angle that you're on. So you lean back against the wall, you cross your arms across your body, and you cross your legs, and uh, the floor just drops out from underneath you. And as you're falling, the slide slowly catches you all the way down, about a 125-foot fall. How was it? it? So my scream was somewhere between, like, a loud bear... And a 12-year-old girl screeching. Is, is there no video of this? No, there's no video. So you can't wear, like, any video equipment or anything. Christine didn't take fall. a video of you? No, she was. Uh, she she said... Uh, Free so fall? When I, so when I got to the bottom, uh, she said that she heard from someone else around that they heard yelling from the end of the tube. <laughs> and then I came out. <laughs> oh, so. Back off, ladies. Yeah. Back off, ladies. <laughs> like, like it's scary, man. It was an extremely scary experience. So, I, but I was really glad that I ended up doing it. Um, it's like I said, it's the only one that's that tall in the world. And so we got there early enough where there wasn't a line. I was able to go back up and do it again. 
And as I'm, <laughs> as I'm Back sitting, off. this nine-year-old kid's in line wanting to do this, and Tim's running up and doing it for, yeah, punch him on the way, get out of here. So there was like a nine-year-old in front of me who did it. And I'm like, why am I scared? This kid looks fine. And yeah, I know it's uh. Uh, when I was got back in the second time, I'm like, why Why did you come back up and do this? People our age aren't supposed to do things like that, Tim. That's why you were scared. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, so it was. we were there about 8.30 or so in the morning, and that wakes you up uh, much, much more than coffee does. Oh, yeah, so. I bet. Oh, yeah. Nothing like a good morning free fall to but get, to get the juices flowing. Anyone who does go get there in the morning, the lines. So we were there the day before, and I wasn't able to do it. And it was like a three-hour wait to do this ride. So I ended up going back the following morning just so I could I could get on. And fall, I, I don't know. Like I said, 125 feet uh, in 10 seconds is pretty incredible. Yeah, I uh, I don't know if I would do that. I probably would. I was actually we so I had said that to Christine. I was like, I wonder who else of our group of friends would actually go up there and do this. And I wasn't sure if you would do it, but then I was like, Ah, Brandon jumped out of a plane. And he's gone skydiving before, so yeah, uh, I'd, pr- I, I'd probably do it, but I don't know if I'd wait three hours to do it. That's where the no, cutoff would be. No, and then we weren't willing to do that, so that's why we came back the next morning. And it was, you know, I, you know, I had to wait maybe ten, fifteen minutes to go through the whole thing. Marty wouldn't. I'd, you be, just, I'd be all about it, actually. You would? Oh yeah. I love water slides. Love didn't you just I say people? Rides. Didn't you just say people our age should not be doing these I, things? Yeah, I said they should not be doing it. Doesn't mean we can't okay. do it. Yeah, that makes sense. I do a lot of things I shouldn't do. I don't, don't know. You? Go the on. The <laughs> delay between when the music ends uh, that they're playing next to you and then the floor dropping out from you and it's just hearing the latch go and yeah. then hanging there for a second is probably the most. The rest of it you can't do anything about. You're literally just falling. Yeah. And. Uh, Water surrounding you. You can't open your eyes or like anything like that. Of, point of no return when they when they seal you in there. Like there's. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. You're you're <laughs> looking and you're like, no, screaming before uh, the thing even drops yeah, out. This is happening. Okay. <laughs> but no, you know, yeah, we went to to Harry Potter World, and for anyone who's read the books, it's there's no words to describe it. You have to go and see it. And I might be in the minority because I haven't seen it. It's been open for about eight where, years now. Where is it? It's uh, Universal Studios oh, in okay. Orlando, Florida. Okay. I'm waiting for uh, Game of Thrones World to open up somewhere, and then I'll go there. So Christine had looked into it. She said uh, that Universal is building a fourth park because we're curious. You know, like we had all these ideas of things that they could do. What they don't have uh, is, yeah, they don't have SpongeBob World. So we're like, how on earth do they not have a bikini bottom in this place that I can go to the Krusty Krab? I can go to Muscle Beach. I can. It's because it's number five on my <laughs> best Nickelodeon <laughs> shows. That's why. <laughs> Yeah, I'm thinking like, how is there not a roller coaster ride called Rock Bottom at this place? They're they're totally missing out on advertising SpongeBob. I would go. Yeah, if they had it, I'd go too. My wife's in love with Game of Thrones. I'm still lukewarm to it. So, but the <sighs> but the place that they are building is uh, Nintendo World. Apparently, is hey, what they're now? building. It's right like now. the fourth park that they're. What? Supposed how to are be they going to display Tech Mobile? I'm really interested I, in this. I have no idea, but imagine a ride where you're like in Tech Mobile and actually throwing passes. Rudy, and you're Herschel don't. Walker. I mean, that's uh, every uh, that's that's uh, every uh, Saturday uh, for uh, some uh, of us. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, I had a great time on my trip. Uh, Fantastic. Unfortunately, uh, we made it to the airport with like five minutes to spare. Hey, you By got five there. minutes, I mean like 30 seconds. You got oh. there, and that's all that matters. Yeah. Good deal. What's yeah, I was, uh, I was at home. Uh,
It's a <laughs> nice, very uh, large dissertation on which the, part of the it are we reading? Premier League. What part? So of all I, of it. I, the whole thing. We're not reading like the whole thing. Minutes. That's going to take a while. So I was at. Um, well, start from the beginning. Why did Ragavan do that? So, kind of backtracking to our uh, show last week, we were going over the EPL and the teams that we wanted, you know, that you wanted yeah. to like and that you should follow. And I said I was a Liverpool fan, and Tim also went into that he was a Liverpool fan. And we kind of dove into the EPL a little bit that way. Well, Friday night, Rags was walking from his apartment down to a uh, bar to meet a friend, and he decided to listen to our podcast that night. And he, when he got to the bar, he still had time, and he wrote an essay on Facebook breaking down what we talked about. So just to kind of get the first bullet. It's has since been dubbed the EPL guideline, beginner's guideline. Yes. So he was breaking down what teams to root for, why you shouldn't root for this team, and kind of the background of certain teams. So it started out with. Um, just read the whole thing. I'm yeah. not going to read the whole There's thing. no. It's, it's this it, long. Yeah, no, it, it'll, it won't take you that long to read Are it. How ki- fast can you read? I don't know. I went to Pioneer, so probably don't, a while. Don't read the whole thing. We'll lose I'm everybody. not going to read Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> he starts out by I think it's lame when everyone's a fan of the same team. Rivalries are lifeblood of sports. Jeff, our friend Jeff Kroll, is a Man U fan, or at least claims to be, to oppose me. Brandon's been talking to me about the Premier League and expressed his own independent desire to be a Liverpool fan, so I supported and encouraged that. Tim's shown an interest in coming to watch games, but never explicitly any interest in supporting Liverpool, so I never broached the subject with him. I'm a supporter, not an evangelist. That is how we started this So did you go and watch the first game, Brandon? No, I did not. something a true Liverpool fan would do. um, Blame the person sitting next to you. Why? Marty? I can't blame Marty for that. No, I had prior engagements that day, and I could not watch the Liverpool game. I had to go golf with my father-in-law. We already went over this. But. So uh, so Ragavan goes she's through. Shaking, and see what he, you just did? She's giving me that look he, and shaking her he head. He gives a great explanation for why yes. you should be rooting for each of the teams that are in the top. Uh, the 20 teams, uh, obviously, as you know, so in the EPL teams get regulated if they don't do well yeah. over a course of a season or a couple yep. of years, and they get relegated to a lower division. So he broke down Liverpool. He broke down Man U. He gave us an in-depth look into Leicester City, Everton, Burnley, Watford. <laughs> so if you want if you want to look at the whole thing, it's uh, on... Keep, keep um, going down the list. We're going to pick out another random <laughs> one. So <laughs> it's, uh, it's, on, it's, on my, uh, it's on my Facebook page. Uh, Tim, Marty, Jeff, Rocks, and I are all tagged on it. It's hysterical, and he basically broke down the way I read it, and Tim doesn't. Tim disagrees, is that I can be a Liverpool fan and no one else can. So that is how we started out, uh, kind of breaking down the teams and we should and should not follow. But another funny one was West Ham. So West Ham United, the Academy of Football, won the World Cup for England in 66, and they won't shut up about it. <laughs> Rooted in... <laughs> What if rooted in the Cockney working class of East London, Dildo Brothers as owners, look it up, who moved <laughs> them to a bit of soulless mess of a stadium, but look promising this season with a bunch of new signings. Now, if that doesn't get you excited about West Ham, I don't know what does. What was their owners? The, the, so, the Marty, dil- Marty pick brothers. up your phone right now. The Dildo Brothers. Well, and he said, look it up. up. West Ham United Dildo Brothers. I don't Are know they if not I the Dildo Brothers or? 
what? You know what? Is you that actually, what it is? You convinced me that that, that might be it. <laughs> they're the Dilado Di brothers. Maybe there's one of those little accents over like the O. Um, I have. I'm afraid of what's going to happen if I Google. This. I'm not. Sporting president labels West Ham owners the Dildo Brothers as war. No way. <laughs> it's the Dildo Brothers. How do you? S- how are they? Wo- oh my God! It's the Dildo Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. No, no. Do this for me. Do you have like Siri or something in your phone? Ask them who owns Newcastle United. I want to see how she says it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do that. Put it in the microphone. West Ham supporters poke fun at Dildo Brothers only by taking inflatable sex toy to clash with Huddersfield. No way. That's another, you know, uh, another nerd well, article. You know, New Airfield has had one of those on we the field have. before. We have. It had who, Brady who is it? On. Who is it? Newcastle United. All right. No, no, no. Who, West Ham. Who owns West Ham United? West Ham United's parent organization is the West Ham United Limited. That's not uh, what we're looking for. Come on, well, Siri. Who owns West Ham United Limited? According to Wikipedia, on the 26th of March 2018, an HMRC tax tribunal ruled that Sullivan had used West Ham United to avoid paying £700,000. Okay, tax they're just telling us about. All right. Well, anyways. <laughs> All I know is that West Ham United. So that should be your team. No. No, they're terrible. It doesn't matter. I don't want. I have enough terrible sports with the Buffalo sports. All right. So I'm gonna let you, I'm gonna let everyone know right now. By the time a terrible. By team. the time we jump back on here, Marty will have a team picked. He has to. Is he gonna wait until the end of the season and just I'm pick gonna, the best team? No. I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna watch as many games as possible of all the teams that I can see, and and I'm gonna see which one I like. Right now, I've yet to see Liverpool. I've yet to see. Tottenham. Well, I've Liverpool, I mean, two games in, six goals, four, zero against. Yeah, they've played crap opponents. It doesn't matter. You, you play who's on your schedule, right, Marty? That's true, but I'm, you're you're calling stats, specific stats, hey. six goals, four, zero against. Yeah. I think I think our goal for this, though, based on seeing the list and uh, wanting to know, what, what do we do with this? You know, obviously there's a lot of teams to root for. Is Our plan is, is once Jeff comes back and joins us is to uh, draft all of the EPL teams, so there's four of us, so each of us would get five teams. Yep. And then from there, uh, total all of the points that they score uh, in standings points at the end of the season and then have some sort of a payoff bet. Absolutely. Maybe that'll help me pick a team, too, if I have a rooting Well, Tim needs to pick a team. I do. I already told you. Liverpool. I mean, <sighs> you guys. According it's to like the almighty list, I don't think you should be. I feel like it's boring if you're all Liverpool fans. I'm with Rags on that, though, because if, if it's a bunch of friends want to hang out and actually get into the EPL, I don't think all of us should be Liverpool fans, even though three of us are now. So you need to be something else. Well, that's fine. Classic Marty style. Just be different, Marty. But how is that going to help? I Troll mean, people. If we, <laughs> we want to go to to Schmeschme uh, and, and watch a game... So that is like part of the reason, I mean, why I, I started liking Liverpool is because I would go and hang out with Rags and yeah. I would watch Liverpool. I wouldn't like necessarily I'm not gonna watch go there, the other team. I'm not going to go there by myself, you know, w- if Liverpool's not playing and you guys aren't there. Like, it, I don't know. It's it's going to be a yeah. tough decision, but I'll make it eventually. But this uh, will give us a reason. So obviously they play some of the games on regular NBC on Saturdays. Yeah. So it'll give a reason for us to, hey, this team is on. I'm rooting against this team because they're in Marty's group of people that he drafted right. and I don't want them, him to get points right, so exactly. it'll give us a reason to root for all of the all of the games so hopefully next week we'll get uh, Kroll back 
Um, <clears throat> and we can draft the uh, – we can do the – yeah, we're drafting the EPL teams, right? Yeah, essentially. And then kind of getting points for whatever teams we draft. And on top of that, we also – Marty brought up a solid point um, this week to yeah. do a uh, survivor pool. And it's one of those things I actually like doing when it comes to the NFL – and I think Tim, on top of that, now correct me if I'm wrong. You, you think we should do it for game on, also? So uh, not not necessarily. I mean, yeah, we could do it for game on as well, where we would have, you know, you you pick the game of the week. You can't pick them, or no. I mean, I think it'd be real interesting if you actually did it like Survivor, where you have you have a D1 divi- you have D1 D through D4. You can pick a team, but you can't pick them again. Yeah. Or you could, yeah, you could do, you could pick a team, or each week we could go with, yeah, I guess it would have to be league-wide, otherwise yeah. you would run out of teams You'd pretty run, quickly, yeah. so. I'm hoping, I'm, no, I mean, sidetrack, sidebar here, but I'm, I'm hoping we have 10 teams in D1 this year. That's my goal, is what I would really like. We had eight last year, but so we're already losing some. Currently, there are 36 teams registered, uh, with about two weeks left to go uh, for people to sign up, so if, you know, if you're looking for a team to play on, uh, sign up as an individual uh, there's always teams that are also looking to combine with other teams. Maybe they've had some people drop off. And, you know, I always encourage people to, if you're not sure, uh, to post in the Game On Dash Football group or message Joe directly. He usually has an idea of, hey, this team is looking to have a couple of people added to it, or they have about half of a, a roster and they need, uh, you know, maybe a couple guys, a couple girls. So teams have combined in the past to form one solid team. I mean, that's essentially how Laces Out started. Half of it was White Lightning, and there's a couple other people looking for a team to play on, and they picked up those people. And uh, Actually, we know it was White Lightning and Laces Out merged to form what is now Laces Out. That's how you guys formed. I, I didn't know that. <coughs> All I can tell you is that uh, JD and I, at the time, we played for... <laughs> We played for uh, Talent Juice, and we decided that we wanted uh, a lower. I wanted to queue, and I've never queued before, so I wanted to queue in a lower division. And I told him I will help you out and trying to get people, but I don't want to be captain. So JD took captaincy over, and we recruited people as we go. I didn't not. I didn't know it was a white lightning combination. I had no idea. I'm I mean, I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm just saying I had no idea. I'm just wondering when you're going to take your talents to a higher division. We're going to take our talents to a higher division when we win something. You guys sit here and rag on me all the time. You're the new heat wave. You're just going to go undefeated in the regular season and lose in the first round on purpose. Real quick so we don't dive into a rabbit hole here. Can you break down heat wave? Because I don't know who heat wave is. So heat wave is, uh, I believe, Len plays on that team. Uh, that was Joe's. That was Joe's original team. Yeah, I Joe. Joe played on that. Jason Havens played on that team. Yeah. Uh, there was a couple other people that I know, re- familiar faces. Uh, Kim Fox played on yeah. that team. Long uh, story short, they played in the bottom division, like their entire existence, and they would always be a top team in the division, and then lose in the in the first round of the playoffs or the second. W- they would lose in the playoffs, so they didn't have to move up. So I agree with you. I think if we kept it, so let's say this. We're going to go into the session coming up in two weeks, and Laces Out goes nine and one, eight and two. Bold prediction. No, no, I'm I'm just giving you. I'm not giving that prediction. I'm just stating like, let's say we do that, and so that will be now two years in a row. We go nine, we go uh, nine and one, and then we go eight and two. I would consider moving them up. The problem I have right now is is the concept of us moving up into a division where we haven't even made it to a championship game in the division we're in already. 
That's what I have. And you guys sit here and rag on me that I need to win championships. I'm with you. We can't. We're, we're, we need to prove that we can win something. But you can't say that we need to prove we need to win something and then tell me that we are good enough to move up into a division. That's the problem I have. I mean, we're just giving you a hard time. Oh, no, I know. But that is my that is my rebuttal to that, is I agree with you. We can't say anything until we win something. But I, I'm going to let you know already. I will keep on saying stuff. Um, <laughs> I mean, so you could say you could say the same thing about, uh, you know, I can't two-hand touch me, that yeah. they are very good. They you usually can't do two-hand touch well. this, not Ta- you. Two-hand touch this. No sorry. one wants to touch you, Tim. Yeah, thanks. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, they they could... <laughs> You could sit there and say that about them moving to D1, but they haven't won a D2 championship, so why would you move a team like that Balls up? Deep has been in more championship games than we have. <laughs> How about that? Hey. And they are yet to move up. So they've up. gone deep into they've the playoffs. They've gone deeper into the playoffs. They've gone – Balls Deep has gone way deep I think they're, into they're, the playoffs. I think their time is coming to an end, though, because I think Sabian's retiring. No retiring. Don't believe it. Don't believe it. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Is this breaking news? I think it's breaking news. Tell us, Marty Schefter. I, sources say, uh, reliable source tells me a source close to the situation. Re- reliable source being Savian says that he is seriously mulling retirement from from Game On due to uh, the amount of injuries he's sustained over the last. That couple is of years. his fault, not Game On's fault. No, no, it's not Game On's fault. He's just he he the way he plays the game, it, it's he goes balls to the wall like in no yeah. no, no regard to his body. And um, I mean, you he sells out for a lot yeah, of plays. Yeah, you get to be you get to be of a certain age, and eventually those things start catching up to you, and you have to make a decision. And I think, from what he's telling me, his decision is he might have to hang them up. So that that puts a damper <coughs> on a few teams. It does. Your team, for one. I mean, yeah. he plays for Remember the Beer now Saturday Morning Quarterback Club. I mean, he only played for us for like two games before. But he right, yeah, I was gonna so. say before he okay. got injured. So that's you know that is I mean. One thing that I'm really curious in how it's going to all work out is a lot of the um, talk is these teams moving here, and by here I mean D3. There's going to be a lot of teams in this division, and it somehow needs to be separated and not have nine teams in D4 and 14 teams in D3 and eight teams in D2. I mean, that's that's how it happened. I mean, it's always based on talent level. I mean, you wouldn't want to put a team in D2 that isn't, that's not going to be competitive. You'd rather have two divisions in D3 be competitive against each other than have a D2 that is full of, you know, half the teams are just have no chance of winning it. I mean, if they're going to separate D2, I'm all about that. Now, uh, well, I also mean, preface this, this is all based on uh, Jungo's intuition onto the yes. rosters and what yes. he thinks. So we don't, we have very little say as yeah, to what well teams I move up or move down. Everything I'm saying right now is all my idea, opinion, and what I'm hearing. And speculation. No, yes, yeah, speculation. What the uh, the scuttlebutt around the league is what I'm talking about. Mm. So, all <laughs> I know is that I am just ready to circle the calendar for when we play you guys. Yeah, the, the oh. season's about two weeks out for the scrimmage week. Is the the ninth? Yes. Or not the ninth. The first. The first, and then the first September week is the ninth. Uh, the first of September is when we have scrimmage week. First week of the season will be uh, the eighth. So we brought it up. Yeah, we brought it up early. So the blind draw is coming up on this Sunday. So as we mentioned already, please go and sign up for that. It's a lot of fun. But also that day is after you play the blind draw tournament, head over to a bar and watch. Hopefully, our future start his first game in the pre. Yes, I know it's preseason. You have really flip flopped on this topic, haven't you? 
No, I haven't. I have mentioned all times that I did not want him when we drafted him. But as soon as we drafted him and I got over it, I'm obviously going to be a fan. And this is it. I do not want him to start. But I'm not gonna tell. I'm not gonna lie. If he comes out there and lights it up, even though it's a preseason game, it will be very intriguing, and it would be hard for them not to start him. But I still think he should sit. What team are we talking about? By him, I mean Josh Allen. By them, I mean the Buffalo Bills. Wait. Oh, okay. Now we're on the same page. Yeah. So. yeah. I. Mm, I was on the fence when they drafted him. I really wanted Rosen. When they took Allen, I w- I was initially. I wasn't happy Peeved. about it. Yeah, I wasn't happy about it. I'll be I'll be honest. I wasn't I, happy about it. I was at the point of whoever they draft is the guy they think they can win with. They yeah. they know what offense they're gonna, they're going to run and they know what they think they can succeed with. Whether it works out that way or not, I'm not sure. Uh I, I look I think he has the potential to be a fantastic quarterback in the league, but I don't know. We've seen him play what handfuls of plays in a preseason game. We really have no idea. No. No, we don't at all. No, but the tools are there. It seems to be that he's he's taking to the coaching they're giving him as far as working on his deficiencies, whether it's his footwork or you know reading the defense or whatever. I I haven't seen him throw an inaccurate ball. I mean, there were a couple that it looked like him yeah, and the receiver were, were on a different page, which is going to happen in the preseason. But I have yet to see him this this inaccuracy problem that everybody was was so worried about with him coming out of college i haven't seen it even if he doesn't start what i'm excited to see is all right we're at the you know we're at our own 40 yard line it's the end of the half there's 10 seconds left we're just going to walk josh allen out there try and block as best as we can for him and see him launch the ball 60 70 yards in the field <laughs> into the end zone right. instead of just saying oh we're going to take a knee to the end of the half right. i'm excited to see us at the very least to see that happen whether he starts or not no, I'm really. Uh, it, it's the curiosity that's really pulling me in with him. The uh, the inaccuracy. Of what you mentioned. There was a couple throws that I thought were inaccurate, but not knowing what the route the receiver's running and yeah. whose fault it is, is is hard for me to say if he was inaccurate. But as you mentioned, the tools are there. It's very intriguing seeing him fire that ball into a tight window, which we haven't seen anyone in a Bills uniform do. And I could Drew even, Bledsoe. Drew, yeah, probably Drew Bledsoe. Uh, and, and that's really what's intriguing for me. And it, it was a simple five-yard throw, but that throw he did to Rod Streeter in the back of the end zone, sidestepping, would, keeping his eyes out. If that was Tyrod, he would run it right up the middle. And not saying he wouldn't score, but the idea of just keep his eyes on the field and throw it was awesome. I was going to say more than the throw than anything is the to avoid the pass rush, yeah. Take, to shuffle to the left, step Stayed up in the, in the pocket. pocket, and then make the throw and see the guy streaking across the back of the end zone. He, he reminds me of Roethlisberger. I'm okay with that. He reminds me of Roethlisberger. I mean, Roethlisberger wasn't the most accurate Minus the allegations. Here. Minus the allegations, yes. That's a Tim. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, Roethlisberger is, is famous for, I mean, if, you, if you're if you into football analytics at all, he throws the most interceptable ball in the NFL. He also has Antonio great. Brown catching right. it on the other end. He's still great. He still make thing, makes things happen. So I don't put a whole lot of stock into, well, was that ball perfectly thrown every time? Is he delivering on time to a place where a receiver can get his hands on the ball and make a play? Is he throwing it to the right guy at the right time? That's what's most important to me. Not is it perfectly in between the numbers every single time. Yeah, staying in the pocket is huge for me. That's what I want to see after having EJ and having Tyrod and having who's – I mean, who am I missing? I mean, 
I guess Fitzpatrick stayed well, in the pocket a Matt little bit. Castle. Matt Castle. I want to see a quarterback when exactly like exactly what he did on that touchdown pass. He moved. He didn't roll out or run away. He moved up in the pocket, kept his eyes downfield, and made a throw. And I'm really looking forward to see how he's going to do. But the tough thing, I mean, the tough thing that the Bills have right now is as much as we're all excited about Josh Allen and what the Bills are doing and where the quarterback competition is going to take them, Nathan Peterman, 17 for 20 in the preseason, and he's done nothing to state that Josh Allen, like, Josh Allen hasn't won the job. (laughs) We're completely disregarding Nathan Peterman. 17 of 20, one incompletion was a pick. The other one should have been a pick six. And the third one was a massive overthrow. Hey, and I said, uh, what, last week? I told you, Nathan Beaver scares me, but it's hard to it's hard not to look at 17 for I 20. Just, you're right, but I just feel like he's so limited that when defense ac- defenses actually start game planning for the Bills, they're going to squat on those routes and they're going to pick them off left and right. We haven't done any I, sort of game planning ourselves. I mean, it's pretty much right. go routes, slant routes. There's right. nothing, nothing sophisticated that we've done up until this point. I, I think Peterman will make a really good backup. I think that's his ceiling. Um, I'd love for him to prove me wrong. That'd be great. But I, I think that he's a he's a game manager. He's going to come in. He's going to he's going to win. He's going to win you the same amount of games he's going to lose you. His career yeah. arc is Chad Pennington. <laughs> Chad. Not a strong arm, someone who can get the ball where it needs to go, but he's not heaving it down the field. He's not firing it into the tight if, zone. If Nathan Peterman becomes anything close to Chad Pennington, that would be a massive success. So. I'm, I said I mentioned last week that his, his timing throws are way too timed, and I understand that's what you want to be as a quarterback, get the ball out quick, but it's just way too timed. Yeah. I need like a half a second or something to like hesitate so the defense has to think. But all they are right now is reacting. So the defense sees an out route and they're going to go to an out route. And the downfall of Peterman is I feel like when he decides before the ball is hiked of where the ball is going to go, that's where his downfall is, where he knows before the ball is hiked, he goes, I'm going to go to this 10-yard out route. And he throws the ball there because it's so timed, the the corner is just going to jump it and intercept it. You were listening to GR today, weren't you? No, actually, no. I didn't oh, listen to you. Oh, they talked about that oh, exact really? point. Look yeah. at that. I had yeah. actually no, I didn't. That exact point. Nope. <laughs> wow. No, yeah. I didn't. I uh, I actually listened up um, a part. Pardon my take this morning. That's what I listened to this Schmarten morning. Smart and my schmake. Smart and my schmake is what I listened to this we, morning. We we share their stuff on our Facebook page yeah. all the time, yeah. so it's not a. So I li- I bounce between those two. Yep. I mean, so for me, my. Aside from the quarterback position, I'm excited to see how Harrison Phillips is going to do as yeah. a defensive Horrible tackle. Harry. I, th- I think that guy is going to be a stud in this league. It certainly looks like it right now. I mean, everybody's calling him the next Kyle Williams, but I think he can be better than Kyle Williams. I mean, he's got he, he looks more athletic than Kyle Williams did as a rookie. I mean, Kyle Williams just used, I remember him as a rookie. He was just a bowling ball. He would just blow up the middle of the defense and tackle people in the backfield. But um, this guy looks like he he can do that and more. So it'll be definitely exciting to watch him. I mean, clearly we all know that uh, we're, I mean, me and us here are not NFL, like, scouts. So I don't, unless he's breaking through the offensive line and getting a sack or stopping (laughs) a run, it's hard for me to know what I'm watching for a defensive tackle. But he looks promising and everything I'm hearing is good, but like the visual of me watching him, I just don't, I just don't know. I'm just excited to see the guy play. I just, aside from analytics or anything like that, I'm just, I, I liked it when they made the pick. I I didn't know anything about the guy, but everything they described about him, it just seemed 
a perfect fit for this defense. Now, everyone is focused hyperly on the quarterback for the Bills, but I still think the defense is going to be a strong point for this team. Uh, they've made upgrades across the entire line. Sorry, Marty, go ahead. No, no, I was just going to say I, I think they might struggle out of the gate, the defense, because, I mean, they have a rookie middle linebacker who's running that defense. It's going to take him a couple games to get his feet underneath him and and you know he's he's responsible for the whole defense he's gonna be calling the plays he's gonna be who do, uh Tremaine Edmonds. Tremaine Edmonds yeah he's he, been he's uh, gonna be calling the checks the plays he's gonna be you know relied upon heavily as a 20 year old rookie in the middle of that defense I mean, and he's gonna make his fair share of plays but I think he's also gonna gonna have some mental hiccups early uh, in the for season. sure for I mean for sure he will but I, you gotta Look at it from this perspective. It's the first time where any time that I've had season tickets where I actually feel like the coaches know what they're doing. Yeah, absolutely. And it's not just a, please, God, I hope they're going to be as good as they were at some point in their absolutely. past career. Yeah. I feel like they should take that away from him. Don't make him the mic, if you will. Like, don't make him the guy that gets the plays. He can still be the mic, but he doesn't have to be the guy who calls in the plays. He I think have to be, I yeah. put that on, like, an Alexander I, or Milano yeah, think, or I someone that's been there, and let I would tell Edmonds, just go and play football. That yeah. Like, you're that age, go and play football. Jump the gap. May, you know, just do your things. Don't worry about having to take a call coming in. I would give that this, I mean, that's just what I would do, but as I mentioned before, they know more than I do, and clearly... <laughs> I feel I, like I, he can handle it. Yeah, so. I mean, if he can, that's great, but he looks... He's he is a man around boys when you see him standing on man, that field. Man, 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 man. He's not multiple men. I mean, <laughs> he might be two of me. He's he's more than two of you. But he, you know, it's it's very promising. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm really looking forward to uh to uh, Tremaine Edmonds, Josh Allen, and Harrison Phillips, the rookies. And what's going on? So I don't know a ton about this though. Just speaking of the NFL, the so other than what I've seen on Twitter and people you know, but heard about it is the helmet rule oh. is the new helmet rule. So what I, they're going to, I had read that they're going to put out a new video or tutorial. So they know what can we do? What can't we do? But so is it, it's no longer leading with the helmet at all, which seems physically impossible if you're trying to make a tackle in the NFL. So that is the, I mean, very short version of the rule. The problem I have with it is the, obviously, let me start off by saying, and there's a huge problem with it is the, is football is all about reaction and how fast that game is you have to react and when you're reacting you, when you're reacting you're just going to go and make the tackle and kind of what you've been learning since you were eight years old playing football now putting in this rule it really it, what it's going to do I feel like it's going to want it, it it benefits the offense which I feel like all the rules leading up to the last five years have benefited the offense but it's making them now think and then react. So it's giving that half a second to a second for the offense or someone to so, for anyone to do anything. So you know, be it's in, you know saying oh half a second or something like that, and you know you can have fans watch things in slow motion, and be like oh yeah that's easy. I could totally I could totally do that. It's a could, lot of time. I, but yeah, yeah it's, or they think that it's a lot of time that they could react to that. But would be an awesome fan experience. Say preseason, just you just get to stand on the field in the middle of the gameplay like right behind the middle linebacker and just wa watch how fast right. it is from the field level, not even from the sidelines, but standing there right next to somebody would be, I don't know. How oh, much I'd money would you pay to do that? <laughs> I, I, I would pay over a hundred. I'll tell you that. 
Brandon Sinclair, put on the helmet, <laughs> standing behind Tremaine Evans. I mean, can't see anything because he's five <laughs> feet shorter than him. So the rule states it's a foul if a player lowers his head to initiate and make contact with his helmet against an opponent. And that goes both ways, offense and defense. So I don't know, but I mean that's where that's where I get in. I'm really upset. Well, they have called it both. They've called it both ways in the preseason, where where people like a running back with the ball lowers his head to to run over quote unquote a, a linebacker or a cornerback, and they've called it on him. So I, I'm hoping the refs are also of the point of, all right, we're going to call this to a T just to explain to the NFL how dumb this is. <laughs> and I don't know who it was well, who came up with the rule or who asked for it. Is it? The NFLPA, or is it the I, NFL? Or it's, uh, it's not the NFLPA because that's represented by the players, and they're a lot of them are against us. I think it's like the safety, just because of everything that's coming around about concussions, which that is really important. Concussions are important. Player safety is important. The problem with this rule is, is you have refs on the field that are trying to make a call of something that's like a split second where you might not see it, and it might not be helmet to helmet. It might be a perfect tackle which you're seeing a lot this preseason but they're still calling a penalty and by no means do I want them to review this yeah. I just think they need to be a little bit more lenient on the rule meaning if you deliberately see someone with a helmet to helmet make the call but if it looks like a bang bang play and you didn't really see like the head snap back or anything no need to call it and I but feel like they're very flag happy it's pretty much a vicious hit is flagged yeah. it's not even did yep, it fall exactly. within the, the helmet rule or this if it looks like someone literally had CTE fly out of their ears, then it's going to be flagged. So NFL Senior Vice President of Officiating, El Riveron, he's quoted as saying that this rule is um, it, it's they're trying to institute a culture change in the NFL. So, so I you're don't saying there's a away. chance for us to get back into yeah, the Yeah, I don't think it's going away. I think they're literally trying to change the game from the ro- the grassroots. Like, they're... they're, they're they want it. They want to make it more safe for players. I, I mean, so I, I get getting I, rid of the. I'm just gonna completely flail my body at somebody yeah. in hopes of you know jarring the ball loose. Or I'd rather see people try and form tackle more. But if someone you know form tackle low wraps around the waist, but the face mask is in the chest. I mean, that's it's not leading with the helmet. It's just no. making a tackle. I, I liked it when it was the crown of the helmet. You can't call it if it's a face mask because what's a guy supposed to do with his head? Turn it to the like yep. put it on the side of his body S- when he spearing goes spearing is what it was called. Right. Wait, you know, you, you don't want to hit and when people say the crown of the helmet is literally lower, the top of your head. Right. When you like where lower. the button on your ball cap would be. Right. That's what you don't want people leading right. with. You don't want that and you don't want people taking headshots on people. I, that I'm fine with, but this face mask to the chest penalty, like it, it's ridiculous. It's it's going to ruin football as we yep. know it, and people are gonna get turned off to it. You know, it's gonna Fans are going to stop watching. They're going to go find other other things to do on a Sunday afternoon. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm not one of them. I, I will continue to no. watch. I you mean, if, if, it, if it gets real serious, I will. And the, the two big things I have problem with it is it's as I mentioned already, it's very defensive um, forward, if you will. It's very, it, it's more geared toward the defense. There was a play I was watching last night. I'm not even. In, I don't even. I think it was Baltimore and the Colts or something, where. You had a tight end leap over a defender, knee, knee a defender in the face, <laughs> trying it's to leap over. That, it's not the helmet. And then you had a defender come from behind him, um, and like try to form tackle him, and his helmet hits like the back of his like uh, shoulder pads. They called that play on him, 
on the defender. So this offensive player need this guy in the head. That's fine. But as soon as it's like a semi-late hit, they're going to call the flag on that. Yeah. So that's the first thing I have. It, I think it's like it's very lean towards offensive productivity, which is fine. Yeah. The other thing I have is, is I'm all about player safety. I don't want anyone getting hurt. That's not what I'm gearing towards. But the gearing towards trying to keep players safe, and you have a lot of players coming out saying that they don't like this rule. So this is what I would say. Is the problem I have is, you're coming out of college. You played football your whole life. You know what the you know what it is about. You're coming in the NFL, getting paid millions of dollars. You know what you know what the consequences can be, and what kind of um, predicament you're putting yourself in. Mm-hmm. Like they are aware of all this stuff. And to I I am all about protecting the players, but a little rule like this protecting them. They're, they're putting themselves in these predicaments, I mean, knowing I, it. I would disagree in the fact that they knew it. I mean, I. I didn't know. Now you know, they know. Now they now know. Now they, they know. know. Yeah, I mean, but someone who's playing peewee today knows, but guy who's in the NFL and invested his entire life into this doesn't necessarily Agreed. have known that, uh, I mean, if I lead with my helmet for the rest of my 15-year career, that I might I might not be able to put my shoes on when I'm 45 years old. I don't know if they've all known I'm that talking about now players. Sorry, oh, let, yes. let yeah, me yeah, preface yeah, that. Absolutely. I'm talking about now players. Like myself, I mentioned the Liz multiple times, and I, I never played anything past, uh, like, Pads wise, football. I never played anything past high school. I can I can't imagine the amount of concussions I had because there's many times in high school football um, where the symptoms that they mention, like stars and feeling all dizzy. I, What's I, the most vicious hit you ever <laughs> experienced? I did was, you play football in high school, Marty? At all? I so which I recommend if anyone <laughs> if anyone has kids right now and is recommending their child, please make sure they start offense and defense in high school. That is my number one recommendation because I was a starting running back in my high school. I didn't play defense. So what that made them do for some reason is made me on the prep team offense. So I gear, I, I tried to like mimic the best player on the other team. Scout team. Scout played team. On scout yeah. team. Prep team. We called it prep team. So yeah. scout team, prep team. So offensive line was horrendous. So I ran through I, I think it was um, I ran through the B gap and I did a spin move, and my best friend, I don't know, if, if anyone out there knows who Mike Gamble is, um, he's a massive dude. Yeah. Uh, oh, he, yeah. He, he lifted me up at your wedding. He was a linebacker. So I ran through the hole. I spun. And as soon as I turned and spun, Gamble was there, and he did a perfect like tackle on me and just slammed me right into the ground. And I getting up, remembering how I felt when that I 100% know I had one. I mean, there were stars. I didn't know. I couldn't. I couldn't do anything. I, and then I just went back out because that's what we did. Yeah, I mean, it was. Hey, yeah, you get your bell rung. Yep. Uh, yeah, yep. uh, sit one play out. Get back in there, Johnny. Uh, he is a big dude. Yeah. <laughs> I I want to say seven. I probably had in my life about seven concussions. Not all football related. One was uh, I was helping a neighbor move wood, and you know those, like those big bars that they used to kind of lift up the the firewood because they had a yep. a stove that they used to heat their yep. house and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, slipped off of the tree and landed directly on the top of my head. I was probably about eight years old, so that's probably concussion mm-hmm. one. Yeah. Uh, the next one after that would probably be in eighth grade. We were playing just regular flag football. Uh, was going, running for a pass, looking up at the football, and then the next thing I remember is waking up in the nurse's office. And that was probably the worst of the ones that I had, where I had to go to the hospital and everything. Hmm. And then between after that, maybe three or four more playing football. Ones where I know I had one and stayed on the field. 
Oh, all the ones I just, I mean, the two, one I just mentioned I stay on the field, that was practice. And luckily, I mean, I was a uh, running back, punt returner, kick returner, and I never got really hit or anything for punt returner, kick returner. And the next one I really remember was probably going back to maybe 2010, 2009, and we did a Thanksgiving football game, and I was playing quarterback. And I rolled out, and I threw the ball, and I got hit from behind. And that wasn't the problem I had is where I landed on the ground, and this dude that probably weighed 280, rolled across the back of my body and slammed my head into the ground. I got up and I just saw just, I was dizzy and just saw stars and like everything. And I know that definitely was one, but as we were mentioned at the time, I had no idea. I was like, I mean, oh, whatever. I, even, I mean, you don't know the, the long-term reper- repercussions of it, but for sure at the time it's, yeah, I can still play. I mean, it's not like you can't still play yeah, when you, you have shake, a, you when you have it a, yeah, you shake it off there. and you get back out there. I mean, I know that specifically was one was it, we were both 6-0 and playing against. I grew up in the Capital Region, so we're playing Colville Skill. I specifically remember, I know I got a concussion. And my coaches, I think at the time, knew I had one as well. But get back out there, you know. You, if you think you're fine, if you think you can play, you know, I'm sitting there in the huddle thinking I'm about ready to throw up. And you're like Billy Bob in the huddle. Yeah, you're literally. Like, yeah, literally. Here. They had the score, which was like 19 to 16, and then – the count of Tim's concussions left in the lower right-hand corner. So <laughs> Billy Bob, he's, he knew he couldn't be there, but the coach wouldn't let him leave. Billy Bob, you got three, oh, two now concussions left. <laughs> that was, unfortunately, that's the mentality of uh, sports growing up. I mean, you, you, it's you know what? Actually, the one mentality that I I regret the most of growing up playing football in like pretty dominant football uh, community is the fact that that was always pitched of soccer is not fun. Soccer is for yep. wimps and stuff like Soccer's that. Soccer is for wimps. For the longest time, I like just wrote it off, and you watch it now, and not only is it as aggressive or as much contact, it's fun to watch, and yep. I neglected it for the longest time because of that, that it was beaten into my head that soccer is for wimps, soccer is not fun. and you know Those guys are the most superior athletes on the planet to be able to – just run and and sprint for 45 minutes a half 90 minutes C- for conditioning every, you know. wise they're two completely different sports i think the thing that yeah. amazes me the most of it is you'll be watching someone and they'll like we would throw a football to someone on mm-hmm. the other side of the field just kick a ball casually to someone to the other side lands right in front of them stops and then they can continue passing it up the field right that amazes me more than anything where it's how did he curve that ball yeah. perfectly to that other guy in between two other defenders on the other side of the field? Yeah, it's it's definitely fascinating. And I, I think that's why I'm starting to get into it now after watching the World Cup and just seeing just the type of athletes that they have out there and all the technical skills that they need like that I could never dream of doing or you know, it's it's just fascinating to watch. So I need to pick a team. So uh, once we do the draft and you'll you'll have your teams and then you can fo- you can follow along for a whole season and then <laughs> Figure out a team after that. I'm going to end up picking the top team, and you all are going to make fun of me. Just watch. Well, even well, even going back to Rags list, Man City is one of the top teams, but they haven't yeah. been the you know dominant for no. ages like some of the other ones that have have been historically. So next week, as I mentioned already, we're going to have you have a team next week. All right, you're going to pick one, and then you guys can. I'm going to pick. I'm going to pick five actually. I'm yeah, we're going to we're going to draft them. We're going to yes. pick five. So have to figure out a payoff bet. So anyone who has any ideas, uh, either send them into the Facebook so uh, account for Game On, or you can email them to us. How are we going to make this even? Because there's four of us. 
and somebody is going to get two of the top two of the top six teams, and somebody else is going to get two people are going to get a top six team and a so bottom. I think you could you could probably each of us so the top four teams go into uh, what is it? So the separate them into brackets or something? Not or not even separate them into relegation? brackets, but relegate not relegation. The top four teams go and play in the Champions League. Yeah. So one of us should each get one of those teams from the previous year. And then going below that, you could say, I mean, after after you get those top four, someone's going to get, whether it be, you know, six or five, six, seven, eight. But any of those teams could end up being either in the top four yeah, or in unless, the top eight. Unless we're doing snake draft style. Because then if we do snake draft style, then it, it kind of works out. Oh, yeah. So if you get, you know, like you would in fantasy yeah. where you go back and forth. I would think it would just be not snake draft. It would be I like see. the actual regular so NFL first, draft. First pick is also getting the fifth pick. Yeah. But yeah, uh, we'll we'll have that well hopefully we'll have that settled next week. After next week you guys let us know how the blind draw went. Um and can do our updates on Josh Allen. We'll at least get a start for him next week. Hopefully it goes well. Otherwise this is gonna be a hot disaster next week. <laughs> hot take disaster. So yeah, uh, no, definitely. I, I look forward. I look forward to all the. Uh, I mean, what EPL? We can get. We can talk a little bit more about Survivor that's going to be coming up. Mm -hmm. uh, Josh Allen, uh, football will, league is going to be that week, right? I'll say this. Uh, yeah. So we've been kind of random on the nights that we record this. So we're going to try and hopefully, as the our football season starts up, pick a specific place or night that we do it. So anyone who's interested in being a guest who would love to come on. Uh, just shoot us a message on Facebook and let us know that. Uh, yeah. I know we've reached out to a couple of people. We just have to coordinate that a little bit yeah. further in advance. Uh, please, uh, you know, share this podcast. Uh, you know, we're trying to grow this a little bit. Hopefully at some point get a sponsor to uh, sponsor this podcast. Uh, we're, know, we're at, well, I mean, we have to mention we're at Schmeidlines. Sh sh Schmeidlines? Yeah, that's fine. We're uh, no, we're down on uh, Delaware Street. We're downtown uh, at... You, we're at sidelines. Yeah, that's are you, fine. <laughs> are you, are you going to bring up the list of, of suggested names? No, not no, no. no. So okay. we, I will at least say this: we're looking at changing the name. Uh, just we will in be. general. Yeah, we will be changing the name. Uh, Amateur Hour worked well for its time, but <laughs> it doesn't necessarily associate ourselves as a sports podcast. It. If you Google amateur, or if you look in uh, any podcast do search it. engine <laughs> for amateur hour, what pops up isn't necessarily what we want to have associated <laughs> with our podcast. So we're uh, just in general looking at changing the name for it. And uh, at some point in the future, we'll announce what our new uh, branding is going to be. But obviously, uh, follow the Game On page, uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat. Uh, you can follow Marty at... My Twitter? At, yeah, 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 Twitter. At, at the Wiley Veteran. Yeah, definitely follow uh, Brandon Sclary at Brandon Sclary, S-I-C-L-A-R-I. <laughs> and then Tim Shigrew at Tim Shigrew. <laughs> a lot of random things not associated with this podcast oh, that I yeah. post on there. Uh, yes, usually, I, yeah. at times, angry tweets at airlines for uh, not uh, <laughs> seating me and my wife next to each other on flights when they easily could have or not checking the order because whatever airline we're on does the random seating. So not actually checking that the yeah yeah, yeah. Not, not checking that that seating order is correct, and then just saying yeah you know you're in uh, section 31, but the 19's in front of you. But go ahead, sit wherever you would like to. So I'll, I'll often angry tweet at airlines in my, my free time. Mine is a lot of sports. 
a lot of sports. We're not gonna, so not going to get into what's on mine. Yeah, yeah. we're not. But it's yeah, a whole other podcast. At, yeah, <laughs> at Game on Buffalo, at Tim Shagru, at Wiley Veteran, at Brandon Seclary. Definitely follow all of us on social media. Uh, as I said, on top of our opinions, it's definitely keeping up to date on what's going on at Game on Sports, upcoming registrations. Um, but definitely, uh, we look forward to. Uh, I don't, you know what? I don't know where we're going to be next week. It's been changed every week. So. I think we've uh, rarely recorded in the same place twice. Yeah. So, uh, you know, we'll either be, who knows? We might be Hope. back here again. We Hopefully might be at some of the previous locations we've been at. Hopefully we have a sponsor bar for football that we can go to. Yeah, I mean, that is ideally. We're still waiting on official agreement for that. Once we know exactly where that place is going to be, obviously that would probably be our next location for yeah. the for the podcast for sure. Uh, but, you know, we want to thank everyone for listening. And uh, this is the Amateur Hour. Thanks for listening to the Amateur Hour.